Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode four of Students Speak on the System, the education-focused podcast covering overlaps in technology, structure, and current events. My name is Arjun Dimne, and I'm your host. Today's topic is post-coronavirus and distance learning. I'm basically going to be going into how my personal experience was in distance learning for school, as well as AP testing. So let's first start off by talking about how my school went to distance learning. Uh, First of all, they didn't use the term um, online classes or um, just optional school. They really like to use the word and term distance learning. This is mainly just because they wanted it to have a feel that learning is going to continue even though coronavirus made it uh, not possible for us to be at school physically. So after school ended uh, officially, which was middle of March, they had around a one and a half month break to figure out what exactly did they want to do and how did they want to move forward. Um, During this time, it wasn't very well communicated to students what exactly was going to happen, but I don't believe it's their fault because honestly, we were all put in that situation at the same time and giving out information that might not be true at the end of the day, like possible plans uh, would have not have been the best um, option for them. So I believe that that was the right thing for them to do now, unless, but I was sort of frustrated as my other friends were of not knowing what to do. Um, the first few weeks of distance learning was honestly very new and kind of overwhelming in a way. Workload was not that bad. Many teachers are understanding and wanted to uh, continue learning without giving us busy work. Um, We used the Blackboard Collaborate software. So I know a lot of schools used Zoom, maybe Skype, Google Hangouts. But I was fortunate enough to already be using Blackboard Collaborate because this is the system and software that my county already uses. And it works pretty similarly to Zoom as there is a video feature, there's a moderator, they're able to share uh, different documents. This could be PowerPoints, uh, Word documents, PDFs. They can also put us in two different groups, two, three, four different groups randomly assigned, or they can assign them. Um, There's polling features. There's a chat feature if someone does not want to go and speak or their mic is broken. So it was honestly pretty accommodating to all sorts of students, um, no matter what situation that they were in. However, the way that we dealt it, uh, we dealt with the whole distance learning in an equity portion was actually pretty interesting. Um, all schoolwork was optional. So there was no grades given, but you could only get your grade to go up. And I'm really happy that that was the case for this period of time because I know there's a lot of students around the county, even though I'm in, I would like to think, at least a a better area in socioeconomic status, there are definitely kids who do not have the resources and abilities to be able to get online, um, whatever the case is, Wi-Fi, technology, or they might be having to now go and work different jobs because of the situation. So it was completely optional. And that's great because what this does is it doesn't hurt those kids in any way because they deserve these opportunities, like going to college and having their GPA still stay as high as they are because they were hard working at the year. So it's not really fair to them, but because of this um, uh, global pandemic that their grades can now go down because 
they have different circumstances than the rest of us. Now let's go into does distance learning actually work? And my answer to this question is a little iffy. I've been asked this before and it's kind of like how school is, but in a different aspect because you're going to get out of it whatever you put into it. If a student does the optional work, if they actually do it, they watch the videos, they come to class, class listen, listen to the lectures, if they do all of this, then yes, it'll work because honestly, there's a lot of humanities classes where you're able to just teach by saying this. And that's kind of like a personal student thing that if a student is more of an auditory learner, then it's going to help them a lot more. But teachers were very good in the way where they're trying to get students to learn in different ways. Um, for example, we had whiteboards. So anyone who's a visual learner will be able to do that. Um, a lot of more hands-on things was not possible, of course. So the sciences was harder to learn from. But I still think that in English class, in history class, I was able to keep up with the material and keep up my learning just like I was in school. Um, definitely a little less, but... I was, I was able to keep up with it. So it really just depends on a student-to-student basis and how motivated a student is. I know myself that I can get motivated based on how I feel. And um, I really wanted to be motivated this time because I know there's a lot of uh, bad things happening in this world. And I wanted to just stay productive and get through this time by learning and just staying productive, really. But um, there are definitely some students who have circumstances, as I said before, who weren't able to get through this uh, school distance learning time period. And it really, if the student doesn't put the effort in, then they're not going to be able to learn. And coronavirus is going to keep going on for at least another six more months, and there might be another wave. So schools need to start cracking down on how to make distance learning effective for the next school year. Uh, this year was more like a trial run period, but I believe if we have next semester online, it's going to be a lot better. And I think that's going to be a lot more of like activities where it's going to be interactive. They're going to try to make it more like a classroom experience. Uh, I know that the for sure that the first week of school is going to be very different because normally it's a lot of icebreakers, learning how your teacher is, who they are. And it's kind of hard to do this without seeing your classmates, without sitting in that desk and chair and seeing your teacher and how uh, and just kind of getting that first impression. It's a lot different. And I know for a fact that it's going to be different for those juniors who want teacher recommendations for the next year, who want other opportunities. Uh, a lot of that gets cut down. So hopefully they're going to find a way to make it kind of that personal, uh, like it is in a school uh, next year, even if it is distance learning. And I, I'm pretty sure they're, being, they're going to be able to do it because they've been working on it for, I want to say, a couple months now. And even though the students are off, now uh, in mid-June, the, the administrators aren't stopping. They're all for it. They're going to get us to learn. They're going to get us back to it. And I'm really happy to be able to um, participate in such a time period where I can learn in so many different ways and adapt to this and have all the support of the county parents, teachers behind me. Now, it's finally a time to talk about AP testing and that whole process. So I'm going to try to keep this part brief and short and kind of just give my experience of it without really just um, saying anything that might go against guidelines. Um, I think A-B testing honestly went fine. Um, there wasn't that there wasn't any issue for me at all, really. I um, Every single test I went through was smooth, 
And I really appreciate the college board for being able to think on their feet and get these tests out within really a month or two and have them run like that. I think, I think it was amazing. Um, I, I really want that college credit going forward. I think it's going to help me a lot to be able to like pursue and look at other passions once I get to college and take other classes. So it, it was amazing, I think. Um, I know a lot of other people didn't have great experiences, but we really I, I like to think of things on the positive side and see like that we were still able to get college credit. We're still able to quantify how well we did over the year through this test. Even though it was two questions, just 45 minutes long, I think that it was just so important for us to get through that because AP testing, believe it or not, if I, in my opinion, is it's a great way to quantify and see how well you did over the year. And it's standardized within all students. So if one school is learning a lot harder material, they're going to be able to do better on that AP test. Um, of course, there's another debate about standardized testing, which is something that I'm definitely going to tackle on in one of my podcasts later on, but I just really would like to give like my props to the college board for getting this together on such short notice. That is amazing. And honestly, even for the school system, for my county, who was able to get all this whole schedule together, all these different policies together because of this, because of these people who are working in the education field, um, we were able to learn and still do and try to stay normal in our school environment in a way. And that's something that I really like to appreciate and cherish because during these times, things are really hard and there's a lot of stress on people because of different circumstances they have. And these people working for us to better our education is just really something that's amazing. So right now I have a few of my own teachers probably listening in right now. Um, Maybe some administrators but um, whoever you are, if you're helping the education system through these times right now, thank you so much. Um, I truly appreciate the time and effort that you're putting in, the quick thinking on your feet, just anything to make this education system personal to us, even after coronavirus. That is so amazing. And I, I thank you on behalf of all the students in the world. Because we really can't be doing any of this without all of you. The education system is so crucial to all of us to kind of just learn and really better ourselves as individuals and make ourselves better citizens later on. That being able to put all this effort in during these times makes it us so happy and just be able to really take back and let everything that we've learned sink in. So thank you so much for putting out all this effort, time, and resources uh, to let us learn during these difficult times. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to this week's episode of Students Speak on the System. I'll catch you later.